0: When you wish upon a star, makes no difference who you are. When you wish upon a star, your dreams come true. As many of you know, those are the first two and the last two lines of a song that was written way back in 1940 for the Walt Disney film, Pinocchio. It won an Academy Award that year, for the best original song. Aren't you glad I didn't try to sing it today? (laughs) I'm not as good as John Broder when it comes to singing a cappella, so I spared you. I submit to you today that this little tune, or at least the four lines I just quoted, could be the theme song for the feast we celebrate in the Church this weekend, this beautiful feast of the Epiphany, or at least it could be number two, Behind We Three Kings. And I say this because those magi 2,000 years ago followed the star of Bethlehem with a real passionate religious fervor. All of their hopes, all of their dreams, all of their wishes, all of their deepest desires were somehow connected to that incredible star and to the great king that the star would lead them to. And so they persevered. You know, when you have the right star in your life, you do persevere, and they did. They are a model of perseverance for all of us. They were not discouraged by the length of their journey, which was more than likely over a thousand miles. Now to us, a thousand miles in a day is no big deal. We get on a plane and there we are. It's a lot different when you have to travel by camel. (laughs) Not very comfortable. Nor were they discouraged by the obstacles, the difficulties they faced along the way, including the encounter with crazy King Herod. And it didn't matter that they were Gentiles either. When you wish upon a star and your star is Jesus Christ, it really doesn't make a difference who you are. Jesus Christ came to save the whole world. Jew and Gentile alike. You know, that is one of the distinctive messages of our Christian faith. Many other religions will tell you that, oh yes, the God or gods, they have come, they have done things for the chosen few. No, our God sent his son for us all, for Jew and Gentile alike. And lest we forget these Magi were the very first Gentiles, the very first non-Jews to worship the Savior. In that sense, they represent all of us. When we see their figures in a crash scene, we should really think of ourselves. Concretely, this means that Jesus Christ came to save all the people we love and all the people who love us on this earth. But the flip side of that is Jesus Christ also came to save all the people we have difficulty dealing with in this life. And he even came to save our enemies, which really is good news, because no one is excluded from the saving grace of the Lord. Not that everyone will be saved, but everyone has the chance, the opportunity to be saved through Christ. And the dreams of the Magi definitely did come true as the Disney song says. In fact, I'm convinced that their experience actually went beyond their dreams. Think about it. When they came to Bethlehem, they were looking for the greatest king on earth. That's not what they found in Bethlehem. They found there the king of heaven and earth, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. When you wish upon a star makes no difference who you are. When you wish upon a star, your dreams come true. That is the case if your star is Jesus Christ. That is true if you pursue Jesus, pursue a relationship with Jesus, with the same kind of religious fervor that the Magi pursued him with. Your dreams ultimately come true. They come true also, to some extent, right here on this earth. All of us have sufferings. Believe me, without Jesus, our sufferings would be a lot worse. As heavy as your crosses may be to carry, they would be overwhelming if you did not have faith in Jesus, if you did not have a relationship with him. And we all know people in that sorry state, do we not? And God blesses us in so many ways on this side of the grave. So your dreams come true to some extent here, but of course they only come true fully in the kingdom Jesus died to give us. Actually, in heaven, in that kingdom, according to St. Paul, our dreams will be eclipsed, as the dreams of those magi were eclipsed. Because according to St. Paul in 1 Corinthians, heaven is greater than anything we can even dream of on this side of the grave. But what if you wish upon another star? That's an important question, is it not? What if the star you wish upon in your life turns out to be like a black hole? I should mention at this point that the star you wish upon is whatever you pursue with a religious fervor. Or to use the expression that Father Najim used in his New Year's Day homily, It's whatever you treasure the most. That's the star you wish upon. We are supposed to pursue Jesus, and only Jesus in this way, like the Magi did. That's the meaning of the first commandment. Have no strange gods before me. The Lord, and only the Lord, is to be number one. And we all know it makes a difference. If you put Christ first, It doesn't mean your life's going to be perfect, but in a very real way, everything in your life will get in order and will stay in order. But when you put something else in the Lord's place, everything else will eventually fall apart. It may take a little while, but it eventually will happen. And that last one is a temptation that is very real for all of us each and every day. We are constantly tempted to put other things in place of God. And sometimes we give in to it because we're weak. And I'm as guilty as anyone else. I don't stand up here and say, I'm above this. Priests can do it just as easily as lay people. Put other things before the Lord. We can do it even in small ways. The key to living successfully as a Christian is to catch yourself doing this. To realize, oh yeah, you know, I've made something else more important than God. Then you can repent and then you can get your focus back on Christ very quickly. That's the way it's supposed to happen. But it doesn't always, as we are all well aware. Many men and women today wish upon the wrong star and they stubbornly stay focused on that wrong star until it falls from the sky, so to speak, and crashes and ruins everything. And if you don't believe me, then go home after Mass, get a cup of coffee... And open up the newspaper. There are lots of stories witnessing to this truth. People focusing on the wrong star and it ruining their lives. All you have to do is read the headlines. We've been reading and we've been hearing lately, haven't we, about the governor of Illinois, who allegedly tried to sell Barack Obama's Senate seat to the highest bidder. That man's career, that man's personal life, are now in a shambles. Even people within his own party have turned against him. That's what happens when you pursue the star of power with a religious fervor instead of pursuing Christ in that way. That's what happens when the star of power becomes front and center in your life and you forget about your faith and morals. And my brothers and sisters, that's a very alluring star for all of us. Anytime you have power over another person, in the church, in society, in the workplace, in your own family, there's always the temptation to manipulate others, to make that the focus of your life, getting more power, and it destroys you. Every once in a while we read in the newspaper in the sports section about athletes who have pursued the star of greatness with the help of performance-enhancing drugs. And so what happens? Their careers, which were once considered great, become forever tarnished. That's because they pursued that star of greatness and not God, with a religious fervor. And what about the famous celebrities? We are so enthralled nowadays with celebrity. Why? When you read about so many of them, with their careers and their personal lives unraveling because of what? Alcohol abuse, drug abuse, sexual promiscuity. So many of them pursue the star of fame, the star of pleasure, at a very costly price. At the price of their marriages, they lose their families, they lose their health, sometimes they lose their sanity. I'll tell you, I added that last one to my homily notes the other night. So I sat in front of my TV, right after I sat in front of my TV and watched an episode of a very depressing reality show. It is called Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew. You seen this one? Wow. That's all I'm going to say about that. If you need some added motivation to get focused on Jesus again, if you're focused on pleasure or power or fame or any of those things that so many celebrities get caught up in, then just watch one episode of this series. That's all you've got to do. That should provide you with all the incentive you need to get focused on Jesus again. Watching that show will scare you straight. My brothers and sisters, there were many stars in the sky 2,000 years ago, as there are many stars in the heavens today. The Magi wished upon the right one, and they followed it, perseveringly, and it ended up leading them to salvation. If they had made the mistake of following another one, and I mean any other one, they would not have ended up in Bethlehem. I hope everyone realizes that. They would have gotten lost, and they would have ended up somewhere else. May Almighty God help us to follow the example of these truly wise men by pursuing Jesus Christ, the true light of the world, every day with religious fervor, so that the peace and the joy that we all dream about will someday come true for all of us.